from Podcast One. Coming up in this episode of Target USA. I have three jobs, three hats. Brigadier General Maria Bianca, U.S. European Command in Germany. One is a traditional J-6, communicate, command and control communications, um, satellite communications, terrestrial communications, uh, exercises, plans, operations. Uh, key piece of that is actually interoperability uh, with NATO. Uh, the second uh, hat, uh, and where I spend most of my time, is this the director of the Joint Cyber Center. Uh, I am also, uh, with that hat, uh, I am a deputy J3 for cyber. So the Joint Cyber Center at, U- at European Command falls under the J3, our director of operations. Her job, the importance of cyber, and the U.S. mission in Europe, coming up on this edition of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Russia could render huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile. Capable of reaching the whole of the United States. Dangerous terrorist. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to seek an attack. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA, the National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. This week's program is being done right next door to Russia. We're in Estonia, and in Estonia, as it is in the U.S., Cyber is a big issue. One of the experts, Brigadier General Maria Bianc. She was in attendance at SciCon 2019, and we sat down to talk with her about cyber, the European command, and her objectives. General, first, tell us what your job is, what, what you're supposed to do, what, what you're expected to do. So I wear um, I have three jobs, three hats. One is a traditional J-6, communicate, command and control communications, um, satellite communications, terrestrial communications, uh, exercises, plans, operations. Uh, key piece of that is actually interoperability uh, with NATO. Uh, the second uh, hat, uh, and where I spend most of my time, is this the director of the Joint Cyber Center. I am also, uh, with that hat, uh, I am a deputy J-3 for cyber. So the Joint Cyber Center at at European Command falls under the J-3, our director of operations. Uh, And so it it keeps cyber operationalized, I'd offer. Uh, And so that takes up uh, a good good half of my time. And then I have a smaller... um, uh, uh, job that I have. It's a big job, but it, it, it's uh, uh, it, it's the uh, uh, chief information officer. So the governance policy of what can can't go on our networks, uh, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those three keep keep uh, me and my uh, my small team very busy. How how small is your team? How big is your team? So we've got about uh, about 125. And that, that includes, uh, you know, it's a mix. Uh, it's a blended workforce, so uh, military, civilian, and contractors. General, paint a picture of what you and your team see when it comes to cyber risk, threats, and challenges that are out there. Sure. So there's certainly challenges. Uh, and um, 
you know, we, uh, we work uh, very uh, closely uh, with our partners and allies uh, to uh, mitigate uh, any, you know, those, those risks, uh, uh, mitigate those vulnerabilities. Uh, we do quite a bit um, on the um, cyber side, we do quite a bit of information sharing. Uh, we, we get it to the absolute lowest possible classification level so that we can share it to uh, the, the, greater, uh, the, the, the greater community, international community. What I mean by that is with NATO, our allies and partners. Uh, because quite frankly, if we don't have, if we're not sharing information, it's really hard to have a common cyber defense. And so we do that. Uh, we have an inform- a cyber information sharing cell. Uh, that does quite a bit of work uh, with NATO, and that's at the kind of that, that's at a, a NATO secret rail uh, releasable level, uh, and um, uh, and as well as uh, some other bilateral um, uh, partners that we have, and then we also do it through a cyber analytics team uh, that is completely at the unclassified level. And this is a this this is a great uh, great team of of, of folks uh, who use uh, tools such as uh, Threat Connect and uh, and Slack, uh, and they just share anything that they can do. They operate in the unclassified realm, and they 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 uh, they have uh, contacts. And, and many of our many of our NATO and some of our partner nations, quite frankly, that that that's the realm that they're 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 in. And so uh, it's a, it's a great opportunity. And it, and what it does is. Both of those um, uh, entities, uh, both of those teams, uh, the cyber um, information exchange cell as well as, well as the cyber analytics, uh, it's all about um, shared uh, situational awareness uh, as well as uh, a common network defense. General, um, listening to you outline all of those uh, elements uh, that you use to get after your work, um, what would you say is the thing or things that you're most having to get after these days, considering the evolving world of cyber threat? Sure. So it's you know it cyber cyber uh, moves at the velocity of cyber. <laughs> it's ever changing. Uh, there are no boundaries, uh, and that's why it has to be a collaborative uh, effort. It's a it's it's a it's a team sport, and so partnerships are key here. Uh, our national defense strategy uh, has uh, it, it has a focus on partnerships. We've taken that to heart at uh, U.S. European Command. Uh, things that we have already be, been doing uh, with our partners, we can we we're just continuing to redouble our efforts. Uh, we work closely, uh, obviously, with the NATO, with NATO and the alliance, uh, but all, it, it's actually with you know the Europe, uh, European Union uh, and, and 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 any other partners uh, that are in our our theater, uh, and um, you know we um, we we uh, develop uh, cyber roadmaps with these countries, uh, and so uh, just better under having a, a common understanding of what uh, a nation, a, another country, uh, is capable of doing. Where does, you know, who runs their networks? Uh, a lot of times uh, it's under the Ministry of Defense, and sometimes it's not. Uh, where does cyber reside? Those things are very important uh, as, we, uh, as we build uh, relationships and as we build um, uh, partnerships uh, for common cyber defense. Can you 
give us a couple of examples of threats that are out there that you find yourself dealing with more often than not or are you you're concerned about so you know honestly i you know uh, uh i see from the defense side uh as as threat agnostic and so mm-hmm. um you know um and so i i don't necessarily uh, while it's i th- there's threats out there um you know we you know having a common defense is is what's really really key uh and and, and understanding that and and being timely uh, about this. I think that's been a, sometimes that's been a, a challenge. Uh, and so that's why the information sharing piece of this, you know, we're, we're really building a coalition uh, when we do that. We, we share the information, um, you know, we exercise how, you know, how we would actually work day to day. We should try to do the same thing in our exercises, uh, which give us a great opportunity to experiment and understand our processes. Uh, and so, um, and so from that perspective, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, Having a common defense with the, the latest information uh, is is key. So I'm not asking you to identify in name, but I'll ask you, are nation states, are freelancers more of the problem? I, I know that speed is key when it comes to uh, this, this realm, and I know that there's several nation states, Russia, uh, China, North Korea, Iran, and and then there, you know, the the e, the e freelancers, you know, people that are just looking for opportunities. Obviously, those aren't the things that you minutia that you get into. But uh, how much of a consideration is that broad kind of activity? How does that plug into this common defense approach that you're talking about? Well, I mean, I think it. You know, those are things that are obviously, JJ, that they're in the news. And so, um, I mean, it certainly uh, is just one of many things uh, that, that when we look at the common defense uh, aspect of, of cyber, mm-hmm. uh, that's just one of many things is that is that threat. And whether it's a, a near-peer adversary or, um, you know, a criminal activity, uh, quite frankly, um, those are, you know, those, those are all things that can uh, affect, uh, you know, potentially affect uh, and impact uh, DOD networks. You mentioned during your discussion um, the common defense, the common view, and um, that tracks exactly with what I've heard from several of the folks that would, I, would, I would consider not necessarily counterparts, but they're certainly partners of yours here in Estonia, having been here for about a week now, just talking to them about their cyber situation. One of the key things that's come up is that variety of view when it comes to you know, the lawyers see liability, the military sees situational awareness, the, 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 the techies see vulnerability and exploit. So that is the common defense that you're talking about. Is that is, is, is getting a common view amongst those people a part of it or some of it or none of it? Sure, I would think so. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I can't necessarily speak for Estonia, but, you know, when it comes to uh, what we do in the U.S., I mean, um, the, the the technical part is important, uh, obviously, and that's the sharing of some information. Uh, the operational processes are important, and establishing those and, exe- and, and um, uh, exercising uh, those. And then there are the laws and the, the policies uh, and the strategies. And so, you know, in the U.S., we've got a you know. Uh, our national defense strategy, uh, our national security strategy, our national military strategy, it all mentions cyber. There's cyber guidance sprinkled throughout those documents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, we have a, a, a DOD cyber strategy. We have a national 
strategy uh, for cyber, uh, which gives gets a little more uh, fidelity for us. And right. so, and then obviously our legislative branch, you know, the Congress also uh, in the latest um, National uh, Defense Authorization Act also talks a little bit about about cyber. So I think you know from that perspective, uh, we're very you know those those things are all it, that that is all part. I you know I see that as all part of the uh, the common. Uh, cyber posture, uh, defensive posture. Let's talk a few nuts and bolts before we run out of the time here. Um, how do you get this variety of group of people, you know, from d- these different disciplines to see this one vision, this one view uh, of what a cyber attack can do, um, the, the, the devastating impact of a silent and um, invisible threat can do. How, how do you do that? Uh, get these different folks from different places, different disciplines to see well, how how difficult this can be. You know, we just finished the uh, uh, Cyber Commanders Forum uh, yesterday, and um, you know, thirty plus uh, nations at the large group uh, forum, uh, and. Um, you know, I none of no nation has um, ha, has uh, dodged the cyber insta- incident bu- uh, bullet, right? Uh, uh, everyone has experienced it, and so the the like mindedness is actually it, it's already there uh, in many cases. Now, how you go about it, and how that nation chooses to go about it, because all nations are sovereign and have their their own laws and, and rules, etc. Uh, is is sometimes different, uh, and I would offer our nations, uh, different NATO nations, allies, and partners are all at different different levels of either establishing a cyber command or or thinking about it, uh, et cetera. But um, the like mindedness is already there. We know that we can't. Um, uh, it has to be a collaborative effort, and we can't do it alone uh, when it comes to the the, the defense. And, and so, um, uh, and we see that uh, so so often. And uh, you know, we we certainly provide uh, from um, from the uh, European Command uh, Joint Cyber Center. We provide lessons learned. We provide uh, what we what we use and, and different procedures and and, uh, and processes that might help. Uh, but we also listen because we learn from others. And so it's very collaborative, uh, you know, a, a, a team sport, if you will. UCOM, your, your team specifically, how big is the role? How important is the role in the overall U.S. cyber picture, cyber defense picture? So uh, everything we do at European Command, um, cyber is part of that process. Cyber is not... Um, you know, attached to it is not a trailer. And uh, in the last thought, it's uh, it's very integrated. Uh, that's you know one of the reasons for that is that the Joint Cyber Center falls directly under the Director of Operations, the J3, uh, and that I wear a Deputy J3 Cyber hat, and so I have a direct line to the J3, uh, and, and ensuring that that is a an integrated effort. And so uh, we try not to we we don't treat cyber as any differently than the um, land, air, or sea domains, mm-hmm. uh, and um, we it's it's very very integrated. It's part of all of our uh, battle rhythm processes, uh, and um, you know that's evolved over time. Uh, even just the short time I've been at at uh, UCOM in the last ten months, that's really a, you know it continues to evolve because cyberspace is ever changing, and and so there's always there's always new challenges. There's always something that maybe we haven't seen or thought of, uh, and so it's a it's an integrated effort at at UCOM. 
General, what's on the horizon when you look at um, the threat, the the technology, um, the needs, things that need to be addressed and to to to, to, to be addressed urgently and 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 well. Um, what do you see on the horizon? So what I see on the horizon is uh, is partnerships. Uh, we continue to strengthen the partnerships we already have, and we continue to to um, uh, make inroads with uh, with some of the nations uh, that we might not have as strong of a, a partnership with. And it has nothing usually has nothing to do with other than just 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 a capacity uh, thing. And so. Um, and so that's what I see, that we will just continue uh, to strengthen the NATO alliance, continue to strengthen other partnerships uh, through, um, through, through engagements, um, through exercises, uh, many, many different types of exercises, NATO exercises, other exercises, uh, as well as um, uh, just uh, through, through um, interaction and collaboration. Estonia has been on the front lines of some very ugly things for a while. Um, I'm wondering if you'd give us a sense of how important the work and the, just the existence of Estonia in, 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 the, in, the, in the context of how they do what they do, um, how important it is to not just the NATO mission uh, as a whole, but uh, to the U.S. as a partner. Yeah, they're uh, they're a great partner. They they certainly have been on the front lines for a while. I think uh, one of the, the key things um, from our perspective at UCOM is the state partnership program uh, with the with with Maryland, uh, and it's just one of four pillars. The state partnership program, how we get after uh, you know collaboration here uh, in the European theater, uh, but it's an important pillar. And um, what's fascinating about the uh, state partnership uh, with the Maryland. National Guard uh, is that it's uh, been in existence about 25 years, uh, so a very long-term, enduring partnership. Uh, from uh, our perspective, uh, in specifically for the the Joint Cyber Center, it, it's the cyber piece of this, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, they have uh, the, the the Maryland National Guard has worked extremely hard uh, with in conjunction with. UCOM and our priorities um, to ensure that um, this area and it's Estonia as well as um, uh, as well as this uh, the, the Adriatic Five as we call them um, uh, um, uh, Albania, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Kosovo, uh, North Macedonia and uh, Montenegro um, has been a real leader. Uh, and they do that Adriatic Five in conjunction with some other state partnership programs out of Vermont, Minnesota, and some other uh, Maine and some other uh, states. But um, what that does, though, is it provides a uh, it pro- provides a uh, an opportunity to discuss and, and share and understand the best practices in cybersecurity. Uh, it provides um, it, it forces uh, those countries to and, and the U.S. to talk about. Uh, a common vocabulary. Uh, so, defense of cyberspace operations may mean something different to a, a different uh, to another nation. So, this common lexicon, uh, which I think is extremely important, and then it just you know it builds up and enables uh, you know the Adriatic Five uh, to in their in their cyber capabilities. You know, they're uh, they're positioned uh, in a very unique unique space here uh, in the UCOM theater, uh, and so that I think that again. It's that common cyber defense. Uh, it's just another pillar in, in, in that defense. Last thing. Um, 
What challenges do you see ahead? So I think, uh, you know, for uh, I, I think one of the, the challenges uh, is uh, the, 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 the speed at, at what things happen here uh, in, uh, in, in the UCOM theater when it comes to cyber. Uh, and and um, that while we have uh, processes in place to share information, uh, sometimes cyber happens faster than that sharing happens. Mm-hmm. So that that's a that's a bit of a challenge. Uh, at times, uh, we're working very hard to 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 make that timely. Uh, but at times, uh, it it is it certainly goes a lot. Uh, cyber 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 happens at the speed of cyber, and uh, and, and, it, and it's fast. Uh, and, and sometimes, uh, while we you know we don't want to get too bureaucratic about our processes, but we we do have to think through that just a mm-hmm. little bit. So that's one of that I, I'd offer. That's one of our challenges. Okay. Anything you want to add that I haven't asked about that you think is important you'd like to share? Uh, you know, uh, I, I appreciate what the uh, uh, Maryland uh, National Guard uh, is doing. Uh, just phenomenal work. Uh, they hosted uh, the Adriatic uh, 5 Cyber Forum uh, uh, last month uh, for us back in uh, back in Maryland. Uh, and uh, they've, they've just been doing some really wonderful work. And, you know, the, the state sponsorship program uh, out of the National Guard, it, it provides that long-term mm-hmm. and enduring partnership uh, that um, it, we rely on it very heavily at, at European Command. Thank you for taking time to talk with us. It was absolutely my pleasure, JJ. Thank you. That's it for this episode. Coming up on our next program, whether it's terrorism, anarchists, cyber criminals, nation states, intelligence, or the U.S.'s own counterintelligence drama that's playing out in the Congress. Join us on Target USA for the latest. Thank you for checking in with us. Follow us on Twitter at TUSA Podcast. That's Tango Uniform Sierra Alpha Podcast. You can also let me know what you think at jgreen at WTOP.com. That's the letter J, the color green, one word, at Whiskey Tango Oscar Papa. jgreen at WTOP.com. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Hey, everybody. Check out The Charlie Kirk Show on Podcast One, the best-selling author, Twitter personality, and founder of Turning Point USA, sits down with some of the biggest newsmakers of our time to bring you the inside scoop on Capitol Hill and so much more. Download new episodes of The Charlie Kirk Show every week on Apple Podcast and Podcast One. Now, stay tuned for the latest headlines from the Associated Press.